Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So we all know that SmackDown can be a great television show, but I tell you what else is a great television show, Sesame Street. So what I have done today is I have taken the individual letters in the word SmackDown and I've given them a special word. Because S stands for smooth, M stands for madness, A stands for action, C stands for cuddles, K stands for kayfabe, D stands for devastating, O stands for obvious, W stands for wicked, N stands for nasty. That's right, from now on, every time you hear Smackdown, you have to go smooth, madness, action, cuddles, kayfabe, devastating, obvious, wicked, nasty. And no, my eyes were not looking at a piece of paper. Shut up. Either way, though, that was strange. Welcome to Ups and Downs, the show where we give the good bits and up and the bad bits and down, where it comes to wrestling. And don't forget, I watch sports entertainment, so you don't have to. This is the burden I placed on my shoulders. My name is Simon Burden Shoulders Millers, which is very helpful. Let's up those downs. Brought it Brutes and Drew McIntyre out to kick off SmackDown. And as ever, Michael Cole shouted out, It's fight night! I'm like, surely every wrestling night is fight night Michael Cole. Otherwise, what the hell are they going to do anyway? To be fair, Sheamus then did do some talking. So I was like, well, now none of this makes any sense whatsoever. And he was trying to explain why Drew McIntyre is on their war games team. But to be honest, anytime WWE has done this feud, they've always done a great job in telling you that Drew McIntyre and Sheamus are the best of buddies and they like to go around each other's houses and have dinner every now and then, but also they like to punch each other in the face. So I'm glad they did address it, but actually it all does fit together. We've been doing this for years. Fans were soon chanting Usi, so that is definitely a thing. <laughs> Which is when the Brawling Brutes were like, no, not Usi. We want Drew McIntyre to be an honorary brutey. Which now means if you put them together, you get a Brucey Oosey or an Oosey Brutey, which sounds like a delicious candy. So if you want to get in touch with me and go into business, I've got an idea. This was just a big love-in though, which is always nice. And just as they were about to announce their fifth man for war games, who interrupted? <laughs> it was Sammy Zayn. He got a hero's welcome, so come on now, just making the damn champion. And don't at me, I don't need to hear it. And he was all like, look, nobody cares about your fifth member. The bloodline are definitely going to win at the pay-per-view premium live event. And I also think he said something like Usi in the sky with diamonds. So now we're making Beatles references. Zane is still going to have a good night though because he's going to be in the main event when he takes on Butch in the World Cup tournament which he'll definitely win. When Seamus is all like, eh, Sammy, he's got a weird voice now. You're definitely going to be interested in who our fifth member is. So we 
planted those seeds and we set up the show. And I tell you this, we get to the end, it was flubbing brilliant. But given how we did do it here, let's get it up. And speaking of the World Cup, it was then time for Ricochet versus Mustafa Ali. He smashed it. Amazingly too, it did tie into Raw, where Bobby Lashley had tried to kill Ali, because we saw all of this stuff of Mustafa being like, oh, I'm injured, I'm injured. I don't know what I'm going to do. And the trainer being like, yes, you're injured. And Ricochet being like, yes, you're injured. But then because Mustafa Ali wrapped some tape around his ribs, ta-da, he was ready to go. So we all know that old medical marvel. If you put some flimsy cotton around your midsection, you can do whatever you want. I loved it though, because it did tie in, especially as the commentators were going, you see, you see, Ricochet is going for the most devastating move in all a sports entertainment surprise roll up early on, because he just wants to get this done. He's a good guy. He doesn't want to inflict any more pain on Mustafa Ali. Someone go up there and give him a kiss. Given that Ali disagreed though, he just hit Ricochet in the back of the head. Man, I was like, oh, he got absolutely murked. And he hit this top rope backstabber thing. I was like, wow, the escalation here. A second ago, they just wanted to go home and have some crumpets. Then wrestling tennis because Rick hit a superplex and Mustafa Ali went for a dive. And then they were doing Mishinoko drivers on the floor. And when Ricochet went for a Phoenix splash, Mustafa Ali turned it into that Koji clutch, whatever it's called. That was absolutely badass. O'Shea was still able to get some more moves in there. But then he was like, ref, can you go check on this schmo? Because I think he is like hurting a bit, but he shouldn't have done that. Because that's when Ali came back. Busting out of a corner with a tornado DDT. I was like, Thunderbar. Sadly, he just had to go flippy dippy doodah 9000 though, because he was like, I'm going to win with the 450, and he went splat. And do you know what happens when you go splat on a 450? You fall right on your tum tums. So Ricochet was like, fine, I'm done with this. He hit the shooting star press. He got the one, two, three. He is going through in the World Cup. And listen, we do need to give Mustafa Ali a win at some point because he's losing all of the time. But I thought this was very good professional wrestling. We ticked all the boxes. Get it up. We just had this big old argument in the back between Sami Zayn and Jey Uso because once again, Sami didn't think Jay was being very oozy. Especially because he was all like, Sammy, why did you go out there and say that we were going to win at war games? And Zane very rightfully was like, well, do you think we're not going to win at war games? And apparently Jay doesn't. Jimmy Uso and Solis Sokoa then like, with everybody calm down because Roman Reigns is going to be his soul and he's going to get mad at us, which made me laugh because he's like a head teacher. And eventually after Sam did leave, Jay was like, look, do you actually like that guy? And both Jim and Sola... Said yes. I think Jay ran every gambit of emotion when he did hear those words. Although the best bit is when Sami Zayn left, he did the most stupid handshake you've ever seen with Jimmy Uso. Once again, Jay couldn't handle it. He covered his face because he was laughing. So I tell you, these are the best guys on TV. And even though it's only like an eight second segment, I'm giving it an up. Warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Quick interview with the New Day after this as well. And they were really sad because they lost to the Usos last week. Before they could get anywhere else, Imperium interrupted. They thought it was hilarious that Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston did get defeated. They were like, <laughs> what a bunch of goobers. So of course they were like, all right, well why don't we go find a third guy and we can have a tag team match later. Now of course so many people are like, oh it's gonna be Biggie. It's not Biggie. Right now that guy still needs our positive thoughts. Let's make sure we talk about him because he is rehabbing a neck injury. That must be super duper hard. So thumbs up to Biggie. I will say it was a little bit weird to have the exact same story here as we were doing with the Brawling Brutes. And both of these kind of culminate on the same show. But then I also asked myself, do I care? 
The answer is no. We also continue to tease this new relationship between Emma and Carrie and Cross, because they were talking in the back, and Moss was all like, oh man, yeah, I couldn't do anything. For weeks, after Carrie and Cross put me on the cross jacket, it wasn't very nice at all. This is when Emma retaliated with, oh, well, you've got another match later. You should use your speed to win. I was like, your speed to win? Who do you think he is? Sonic the Hedgehog? No idea what that was. It was then Mad Cat versus Carrie and Cross, though. <laughs> Let's just say that Emma should not be a coach. Mad Cap got burnt. I mean, this couldn't have gone more than three minutes and I was laughing straight away because it was Cross versus Moss. And that's right, I'm such a loser. It's the small things that make me chuckle. And given we haven't seen Carrie in a while, he kind of killed this guy. Like, Moss did get a lot of stuff in there and at one point he was like, rah, I've got the momentum. But did it ever really feel like he was going to win? I don't think that it did. Donna also got involved at one point because that's what she does. She was just slapping fools as much as she could do, which is when Carrie and Cross locked in the cross jacket and Moss had to tap again. Although I will say, we did try and light a little bit of a fire under him because he kept getting out of it, he kept getting out of it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Thought he wasn't able to get out of it. All of this kind of does feel like Mad Cat Moss has lost his way a little bit recently, and that we need to do what we're doing at Austin Theory right now, which is giving Mad Cap a little bit of an edge. I don't mean Adam Copeland. He may be getting that though, because Carrion held this on for around about 72 years, to the point Emma was out going, what are we going to do? So I suppose we could do a mixed tag, or we could do a couple of singles between Scarlet and Emma and Carrion Cross and Mad Cat Moss. So I'm all behind this. I can see what we're doing. It's an interesting path. Giving it that. But the way we <laughs> just pivoted away from Carrion Cross and Drew McIntyre is properly nuts. Now, maybe we'll go back to it at some point, and we probably will do, which is why we're letting it calm down. 
but they hated each other for weeks, and now they don't even mention each other's names. I don't even think there was an attempt to explain why, so it is getting it down. I know, it's not a big deal, but sometimes things just get me. And look at me, I'm an idiot. <laughs> We got this promo off between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight, and I didn't know I needed this, but now I definitely do. Because as we know, Bray Wyatt is totally gone right now. So he walked to the ring, he's like, LA Knight, I am so sorry about what happened last week. I didn't mean to do what I did. I've just spent a life where I think fear comes out of respect and respect comes out of fear. So I lose my temper. This is when LA did arrive, and he was all like, well, I think I've earned your respect because I wasn't scared of you at all. And he got right in Bray Wyatt's face. And he gave him a slap. And honestly, you've got to go see that just for the crowd reaction. It was like somebody had hit their mum. Bray was so good here too, because he was kind of like, all right, man, I understand why you would do that. And even is even, and fair is fair. <laughs> this is when LA Knight did it again. And I tell you, Bray Wyatt is so good at selling the fact that he's probably a psychopath, but LA Knight is like the ultimate piece of shit. He was taking such glee in this, and it's a dynamic that totally worked. I also did my wrestling match and realize well that's two slaps to one Bray Wyatt headbutt and two plus one doesn't equal fair at all. And as it turns out, when Bray Wyatt does get mad, all his spooky wookiness goes into the production truck because all of a sudden, as his face did go a picture of rage, his images started coming up all over the screen. That's like LA Knight, you gonna get killed. This was so good though, because it was so simple. Because on the one side, LA Knight does not come across scared at all, although he does come across as stupid, which is intentional. Whereas Bray Wyatt, I swear, He's about to blow a gasket, and when he does, nobody's gonna be safe. I suppose they may actually fight a Survivor Series, which was never on my bingo card. I liked all of this, let's gig it up. We also saw Bray in the background freaking out after this when the Usos found Carrie across. They were like, hey, Carrie, we think you're the fifth man, are you the fifth man? Carrie just went, no, but I tell you this, <laughs> I will beat Roman Reigns. I was like, Carrie across this. It's not how conversations work. You don't go, hey, Carrie Cross, how are you doing? I just had a bath. You're like, wait, what? Those two things, you know what? I don't want to talk to you anymore. I do like it though, because right now there's about eight people that do want a piece of the tribal chief. Once again, that's when wrestling is doing the right stuff. It was then time to focus on the SmackDown Women's Championship because, of course, last week, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Bezler had beaten up Shotzi and gone, <laughs> And when you do that, before you get to the premium live event, you must do the other person versus the challenger. Well off track here. With Shotzi versus Shayna Bezler. Said it right that time. Now, this did have to happen because, of course, it is going to be Ronda versus Shotzi at Survivor Series. But we basically booked this in the same way that we had booked Liv Morgan, to the point Shots needed to get a big win, and while she was victorious, nobody really walked away the winner at all. Because Baszler was taking Shotzi apart like she was nothing here, and even though every now and then Shots was able to come back into it and like have flurries of action, Ronda Rousey would then just cast distraction, which allowed Shayna Baszler to beat her up a little bit more. Now, you do have to do this with Shayna, because why the hell would you team her up with Ronda and make her all aggressive again and then be crappy in the ring? But at the same time, I want to get behind Shotzi, the green-haired warrior, and to do that, she's got to look like a badass. 
I don't really think she looked like a badass. She also got ended with a German suplex at one point, so Alfida Zayn indeed. And because Ronda was being such a distraction, Darren, eventually Raquel Rodriguez music hit, and she just walked to the ring. And I was like, Raquel, what were you doing? Just hanging out backstage, going, listen, Brian, the music guy, give it a second, give it a No, no, Ronda did it again. Push play, I'm going. Of course, this meant that Shayna totally forgot. <laughs> that she was in a match. She's like, oh my gosh, a human being. I can't believe it. Which is when Shotzi snuck up and hit the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment. Oh, that hurt my back. And she got the one, two, three. It was the surprise roll-up. So this is a really tough situation because you're meant to have Rousey and Baszler just wrecking fools, but you also try and need to bring credibility to the challenges. And I actually think this will be a pretty good match when we do get to the premium live event. But something here was just missing and it felt a little bit messy, but getting it down. Also, bring it back. <laughs> that is definitely a distraction. Although now I'm going to call the counter the distraction Darren Ditsy. <laughs> I don't know, Triple D put a one on it. We were then in the back with LA Knight and interestingly, he was leaving. So Megan Moran clearly wanted to cause chaos because she was like, LA, are you leaving? Because you're scared about Bray Wyatt? He was like, no, I've done my job. I'm going home. What do you do? Sleep in the office? What a weirdo. He denied it, but I do think there was a hint of fear here. And given that they were walking through a door, off in the distance, you could just see a man in the mask, or in a mask, and I tell you, it's kind of terrifying it was done well. So I suppose we're meant to think this was Uncle Howdy, and now the big question is, well, what happened to La Knight? Well, no, that's not true at all. We went to commercial, and when we came back, he was under every single weapon you could think of. I was like, LA, you shouldn't have done this. You're going to be killed. So I am just so into this because who knew that La Knight would be such a good foil for Bray Wyatt? So I'm actually going to give it another up, which again is probably undeserved. But both of these sections just got me so damn intrigued. And we're getting a step closer to finding out about Uncle Howdy. Get it up. And then we also found out who the New Day's partner was going to be. Braun Strowman. Now I'm a bit worried this has just spoiled the World Cup tournament because of course Braun is still in that and the winner of that thing gets a shot against Gunther and his Intercontinental Championship. And throughout this Michael Cole was going, hey, I tell you who I'd like to see Wade Barrett, Braun Strowman, because then we can see Gunther versus Broman. And I was like, what is going on? As you guessed though, this whole match was designed to build up for the hot tag to Braun who just went rah and got in the thing. But interestingly, eventually he did go toe-to-toe -to -toe for Gunther, who gave him a chop. But Braun kind of just absorbed this. It was like he loves it when skin touches his skin, so nothing happened. There was one later on which was far more damaging to Braun Strowman. He kind of rocked and rolled a little bit. But then he tagged in the New Day. They hit the midnight hour onto Giovanni Vinci, I think. I actually can't remember now because I'm an idiot. And they got the one, two, three. And straight away, Gunther looked at Braun Strowman. I was like, well, I don't want any of that guy. He's crazy. And he ran away. I mean, he scarpered so quickly. It was like WWE was trying to change his name again. But I actually did quite like this. I can't lie. And if you are going to do Braun Strowman versus Gunther for the Intercontinental title, yeah, just get big men slapping man meat. And if I told you once and I've told you 10,000 times, it never gets old when you do it right. Give it enough. Amazingly, we then addressed all of Strowman's nonsense on social media too. Because he came through the curtain 
And just as he was about to be interviewed, Ricochet interrupted, because of course they're going to fight in the World Cup. And he was like, oh, you're going to make fun of the flippy dippy doodah guys again? You absolute idiot. Now, whether Braun was being serious or not, it is an absolutely ludicrous thing to say, because when it comes to pro wrestling, you need a little bit of everything. You need big men slapping man meat, you need flippy dippy doodah, you need comedy, you just have to have a little bit of everything, otherwise it doesn't work. So Ricochet gave him what for. So this is definitely leading somewhere and Braun basically just stood there and went, because that's what he does a lot. I can't lie. I want Ricochet to win now. I think he's going to. And then totally forgot that we did have one more match in the World Cup tournament and it was our main event. Flub me sideways. It was Sami Zayn versus Butch and it was glorious. They only had seven minutes so they just went off and of course the whole time the brawling brutes were arguing with the bloodline. The bloodline were arguing with the brawling brutes. But after Butch hit his Tornado DDT, they were tussling on the top when Sami Zayn shoved him and Butch went into Barry Barricade. That gets me every time. This is where Jay Uso was casting distraction like he was terrified Roman was about to come out there and rip his head off. And when Jimmy got involved in two to do a big Uso attack, Sami Zayn hit the blue thunderbomb for a near fall. Oh, I put my hands in my pockets and I thought to myself, does this actually count as a near fall? I mean, it does count as a near fall. But is anybody ever going to believe this? Because I don't think that Blue Thunder Bomb has ever won a match. This angered everybody, so both teams started to fight. And at one point, Jay Uso and Drew McIntyre were just fighting in the ring. I love it when wrestling does this. In no other walk of life would it be allowed. But here, yeah, sure, go nuts. It screwed Sammy too because he was ready to hit the halluva kick. But given he had so many obstacles, this is when Butch snuck back in. He hit the bitter end and he got the one, two, three. So he's going through to the next round and I believe he's taken on Santos Escobar. I tell you, that's going to snap. This was just the start though, because these two teams then got into a massive fight when Roman Reigns' music hit. And do you remember when he first got that theme? People were like, ah, I don't like it. You're all absolutely crazy. It is like perfect end of level boss music and every single fan went crazy. He speared the hell out of Drew and he took out Sheamus with the help of Sami Zayn. So I had a tear in my eye. And just when he was about to be done with this, somebody else's music hit. It was Kevin Owens. He came out to an even bigger pop. He got into it with Roman Reigns. He dropped him with the stunner. He looked at Sami Zayn, because of course that's the fight that will never die. And in case you haven't caught up yet, that's right. KO is the fifth member with Sheamus and the brawling brutes. Now I was so happy about this because the rumour was that Owens got injured recently so he may not be able to be involved here but you have to do it because it's so good with the story because everything with Sami Zayn and the Usos and everyone was like I can't believe it and honestly this was so well done you need to go and see it it will get you so damn excited and given the Survivor Series I think is next weekend or something crazy talk about planting the seed at the right time I was losing it. It also got me excited which is all I ever need so spin those fingers of power and giving it up. Which did indeed bring us to the end of SmackDown. And look, all the things that I'm nitpicking now are just that because the usual overall tone of the damn thing is pretty damn good and because I grade on a curve, if something doesn't live up to my expectations, I will give it a down. But ultimately, I think WWE is doing a great job recently giving it up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com. Keep up to date with the wrestling news. Follow us on social media, because that's what we do in 2022. Please do go watch some other videos, including ups and downs for Rampage, which will be live later, maybe now, depending when you're watching this. Because do I do the Sesame Street game for that too? Yes. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. It's me. You didn't know. See you soon. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.